Blog Talk Radio. I'd like to welcome everybody to Vibe Time with Jerry, where I'm featuring Kimberly Moxley tonight. I got her on mute right now, but I'm going to take her off the mute. So, you know, I always say it, and for those of you tuning in, if you want to find out about the, the paranormal events in Virginia, just go to John Stevens' Virginia Paranormal Events page. He keeps he puts everything out there. Um, pretty much any event that is, like, paranormal-related or haunted-related, you can put that on his page. He doesn't have a problem with you sharing it as long as it's, you know, just appropriate stuff. He also has a website, www.virginiaparanormalevents.com, which that I think is a little bit more detailed than the Facebook page, according to him. So, you know, y'all, if you want to know where the latest paranormal events are, just go to Virginia Paranormal Events. I've got Kimberly, Ashley, Ashbury, oh, my God, get it right, Jerry, Moxley, holding. Now, Kimberly and I do Old House Woods together, but we haven't been there for a while because we haven't been there for a while. But we will be going back. See, I got our mute, so I can now talk all this smack. So anyway, we want to go back soon, I hope. Right, Kim? Soon? Hope? Having Old House Woods withdrawal. Um, I know it's cold. I have heat. When did that stop us? Um, so anyway, we have done quite a few little investigations down at Old House Woods, and we've had a blast doing it. But she also makes these beautiful um, candles that I have at my house for sale currently, chakra candles, decorated or not. She just does a multitude of things. So she's a parapsychologist, which she can – get into a little bit of that um, to explain that because not everybody knows what parapsychology is. And she's also a paranormal investigator amongst other things. I just, she's got so many little titles. I, I'll let her explain all that, but I wanted her to be on the show too, because she is hosting an event at the Heiko house. I hope I'm saying this correctly. If I'm not, Kim, I know you'll correct me on it. And that is coming up here. This coming up, Saturday from 7 to 9 o'clock, and um, I've always been intrigued by the Heiko house. Like, when I lived in Matthews, I drove by it all the time, and now it has a new owner, so it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful place now. Before, it was like, meh, and now it's like, nice. 
So anyway, I'm going to take her off so I stop talking because we don't have that long before the freaks come on. Hello. Oh, wow. Now I, I just had a dude's voice tell me I'm unmuted. <laughs> yes, you are unmuted. Thank you, Heiko House All Manor. Right. I don't know why I leave the manor off of there. I'm sorry. It's all good. Yeah, Heiko House Manor, Saturday the 5th from 7 to 10. I'm having a pure romance party by um, Mandy Moran. She is just, she's an awesome, awesome vendor. She has done this for ages, comes highly recommended. Um, And also uh, my friend Michaela Stanley Photography is running a boudoir photo session um, for those of you that would like to take some nice little photos for your hubby or your boyfriend or for whatever. Um, And she's booking those the day of the event, which is Saturday, um, and also Sunday. So if you would like to do photos and get all that fancy stuff done, you can go contact Michaela Stanley Photography. Um, and she will hook you up with a session at Heiko. Um, and then Saturday evening between 7 to 10, we're having the actual Pure Romance party. Yeah, and that's, anyone's that's invited. That's the one I'm going yeah, anyone's to. Anyone's invited. Uh, females only. Oh. It's a ladies only weekend. Um, no men. And you have to be above 18. Y'all are banned from the event. All right, so let me. I'm trying to look at everything because I looked at the flyer. When I looked at the flyer, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the different things on your flyer where it has the pure romance party on here, and it says please RSVP to this event 804, and it gives the phone number. So, yep, is it seven to nine or seven to ten? Because this flyer says seven to nine. Nope, 7 to 10. 7 to 10, y'all got that? I'm going to have to – I'll make some corrections on my stuff. I tried to tag the Heiko House, um, you know, because they have their Facebook page, and I went to go tag it when I put my information in, but it's not letting me tag it for whoever who, whoever's doing that page to be able to see it. So. Right, right. No, but it's yeah. 7 to 10, so, yeah. and uh, seven to 10. the reason we need an RSV is because I need to know what kind of head count I've got for the food and all of that fun stuff. Oh, right. and I'm also um, doing a raffle basket at the party. Okay. Uh, the raffle is $5 a ticket. You can buy as many as you want, and the basket has like $100 worth of um, products, and gift certificates um, for self-care for women. Um, It's loaded. I don't know, Jerry, if I sent you the whole list of everything that's in there. But, I mean, this is premium stuff. This isn't like Dollar General stuff or Walmart crap. This is, you know. Right. No, it's it's really nice stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm I'm touching everything. Yeah. Everything it's, it's really in there nice. for your for your face, for your body, for your nails, for your toes, for your hair, everything. 
Head to toe, even a washcloth and a hand towel. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, that's... On that RSVP, are they they RSVP? Because I know I was sent a link, and all I did was signed up through the link. Where is that at? That is on the Heiko House Manor page. You click on that Facebook page, and you have to scroll down through all the posts, and what you're looking for is a pure romance post with Mandy Moran. You click on that, and it will have both the hookup to Michaela's photography and the RSVP link for the party. Yes, Ashley, you're going to be there. I can't wait to see you. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking through it now because maybe I can pull it off of here and share it to my page. I know I see the flyer for it. That I found because it's the one that says we are looking forward to February. Here's what we have going on. So it just gives a list right, of everything. Right, just the calendar flyer. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm going right. I'm scrolling and looking through the rest of the stuff. I see paint parties and Yep, yeah, keep scrolling beyond the paint party. Yeah, and Heiko, um, uh, the owner is a really, I mean, he's a really good guy. And um, I'm just so uh, grateful to be given the opportunity to hold um, this type of event there. Um, and, you know, add the page. Keep Mark on the events. They do everything. But, they do all kinds of events. I mean, um, uh, gosh, I don't even know where to start. We did a Halloween thing. Then there was a Christmas Winter Wonderland. Uh, they're also doing a singles-only Valentine's murder mystery. Um, there's like a cowboy western type thing they're doing. They're really doing a lot of events, and they're fun, and it's stuff that this county's never seen before. Um, well, this area, I would say. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is the first time there's ever been a adult party, adult toy party, pure romance, and boudoir photography combo that's offered to yeah, the public. Yeah, that's interesting. I might want to get my pictures you know, done after all. You can do that because she's booking the day of the event and Sunday, all day Sunday. So if you want to book and, and pick out your time session. Yeah, this would just be for me, like just for me, in front of the Heiko house yeah. where I can just, you know, do my famous stance that everybody looks for and then just, you know, Yeah. That would be like a professional type, like um, not necessarily a um, professional. Well, yeah, it would be a professional type photo for my for my Facebook. Yeah, Michaela is a pro at what she does. If you're if you're worried about your body image, you know, us women we have kids and our bodies show it in different ways, and she has ways of hiding all of that. She can make. If you're 100 pounds overweight, she can make you look 50 to 60 pounds lighter. She's really, really talented. I've met Michaela as a photographer for, gosh, ages. Um, She used to go ghost hunting with me and Kevin down in Old House Woods. 
And she was okay, the one we always gave the camera to. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so well, we, that's cool um, to be able to do it because the spookies, the spookies like to show up for Michaela. So, you know, that's where she kind of got started, and she stuck with the photography. She's got a natural eye. Um, so she can cover all of your imperfections, if you will. And she's got an <laughs> excellent makeup artist and hairstylist that works right alongside with her. And, of course, all of that is included with your photography nice. session. And, and how much is the photography session? Um, I don't know because that's not my part of, you know, this, this whole event. Um, I don't know what she charges um, standardly. I know she's, you know, you're, you're paying for a pro photographer. Um, but right. I don't think that that's the same right. rate that she gave us. But that is purely okay. between you and the photographer. You know, when you come okay. out, you book your session, you tell her what you want. She's got a box full of props and outfits and all kinds of stuff. Okay. So, you know, she has a benefit of work. And like I said, that makeup artist and hairstylist she's got, girl, takes the age away. <laughs> you make you look 20, 30 years younger, you won't even recognize yourself. But, yeah, she's she's yeah. really good. And you can go on Facebook and look up and look up Michaela Stanley Photography and look at her work. She really right, has. Right. She's really, really good. Cool. Yeah, I would be interested to see how much how much the session is because when you go to register, I think it's just letting you. I posted it to my Facebook page. The registration link. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make it. I'm just trying to make it easy on people that, um, you know, that might be coming out. So I see the night of pure romance, but I'm wondering if um, you – that's the Everbright one. Yeah. I think I yeah, got that's it right. for, yeah, that's, that's for Michaela. Um, also, okay. uh, I didn't advertise it. Uh, but I can go ahead and say uh, that it will be a cash bar that night. And if you happen to get a little too tipsy and can't make it home or if the drive's going to be long, I've got people that are coming from Chesterfield and Norfolk and North Carolina. So, you know, they you can get a room and stay the night. So those are all options. At where, are we, where are we staying? Oh, sh- we'll just stay the night there. I mean, you know, I'm in. Yeah, but you, that's all separate. You're going to have to pay for the room and all of that. That's all separate. You don't have to do any of that to come and take part in the party. Gotcha. And also, if you're apprehensive, Michaela will be at the party. So if there's any questions you have, you can ask her directly. Okay. And, uh, of course, Mandy Moran, the vendor for Pure Romance, she can ask – you can ask her, Lord, you can ask her anything. Right. Well, I know that I've been to to, – I went to one event, and they have it once a year, 
in Williamsburg, or it was last year, a couple of years ago in Williamsburg before COVID hit, and they, it was a bunch of different vendors that got together, and, and everybody just kind of was able to meet each other, so we kind of did our makeup line there, and they had a, right. like, romance party going on, and it was really cool, because it wasn't just about right. toys, it, ha- it involved so many different other things, and that's what made it so oh, cool. No, yeah. All kinds of stuff. You know, people, um, you know, people get that mindset of it's just, you know, toys and stuff like that. And it's not. It's way more Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot. Pink uh, pure romance. There's a lot more. Pure, pure romance completely flipped their entire profile, I think, probably, gosh, six years ago. And... Okay. I think that's because they were kind of trying to separate themselves from the more raunchy parties like Party Girl and all right, that stuff right, that right. sells really scary items. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, but they have a lot of really uh, – uh, their whole line is is, uh, is interesting. If you've ever been to a pro, uh, Pure Romance party long ago, you'll recognize certain items that they kept because they were such good sellers. Um, right. But, yeah, yeah, they do all kinds of stuff now, lotions, body care, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's what was, that's what was at this one place. It, was, it wasn't just, like I said, about the vibrators and toys. It, it was about self-care and other things, and so that's what made it yep. so cool. It stood out differently from everybody else. Yep, yep. We're all adults here. We can talk this stuff. All right. Yeah. So, y'all, yeah. Saturday, you know, go to and the Heiko house. Food. There's going to be food. Yep, and there's going to be food. Games. We're going to play games. Um, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Uh, and it's gonna be a all of your purchases are private. Um, she takes orders and fills the orders there. Um, but okay. that's all done in the privacy of a separate room. So it's between you and her what's purchased. Nobody has to know unless you tell them. So it comes in the mail. I'm shipping all my stuff to your house. (laughs) But yeah, that's that's kinda you know, it's it's you know, it's 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 really nice and laid back really. I mean it's it's a great um it's a great way to get into personal discovery. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's what we're doing. Be like, Kim, be like, Kim, is my package there yet? Can I come pick up my stuff? I ain't got no package. She, you don't have to worry I about can. that because she's got everything. So when you go oh, in the I'm room sure. to make your little order, she just pulls it right out of her stock. Now, back in the day, most of the vendors wouldn't carry the more expensive items. Wow. Okay. But not her. She carries it all. So y'all yeah, can there's just no wait. carry it home, and you're good to that's go. Right. That's right. Well, nothing okay. sucks worse than buying something and leaving a party with nothing in hand. True. That is true. So, Jerry, don't be sending your vibrators here. I don't want to have to be explaining. No play play. I'll send them to the pink pearl. I'll send them to the pearl. <laughs> now I'll go down two five and Jane have somebody use it and then send it to you. Ew. Yeah, that's nasty. 
you, you had to put that picture in my head. Ugh. <laughs> oh, we've done. We we used back in the day. I used we used to do some crazy pranks with the band, especially if the band leader was to be known as as a real whore dog. Yeah. yeah, we would order all kinds of stuff and send all kinds of magazines and catalogs to his mail. <laughs> and his wife, his wife would be like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm we, a good prank. We have to be. Yeah, Sarah said that we're cracking her up. We have to. We have to be funny on my show. My show, y'all, is not scripted. Um. Oh. No, and and as serious and crappy as today is, it's got to be funny. Yeah, you know, it's exactly, you know, it's not exactly a scripted show. I just, I don't have a whole line of questions sitting here in front of me going, okay, what am I going to ask next? It's just, it's not scripted. It never has. I tried it. It didn't work. It it was too scripted. I'm not a, you know, so I don't know. But anyhow, okay, so we've got, like I said, Saturday, this Saturday, Manor House, excuse me, Heiko House. You did it again. Heiko House, man. That's because you threw the word manor in there. That's why, and it messed me up. Heiko House Manor, <laughs> y'all got that. David Flowers, don't kill yep, me. Please. Add them on your Facebook page. Get the address and the phone number. Yeah. You know, watch the events and the happenings around Heiko. We've got. There's a lot of interesting things being talked about. What's going to come in the future? So, we're really, you know, well, I, I'm excited to, like I said, to be given the chance. Yeah, it's always that house has always intrigued me. I mean, it, when I go by it, you know, you see the different phases. Yeah, you see the different right. phases how, of it. I remember when it was, not? like, run down. Yeah, and now it's, like, beautiful, right. and it's like, wow, you drive by, and you're like, ooh. You know, yeah. and you have yeah. to really, and, you know, um, Well, in the past, it was never used for anything but a home or a summer home. And right, right. now that it's actually being used as an, as an event venue, you know, it's um, – it, it 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 it's 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 the home alone is striking. I mean, where else, uh, you know, do you get the do the public get the opportunity to go into an 1863 antebellum mansion, right? And walk around. You don't. And look right, you don't. Without somebody harping over your shoulder, don't touch that. Don't touch that. No, 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 no. Right, right. You know, and and it is. It's a beautiful, striking home. Um, And God, the landscaping they've done, and it's just really, really, it's really beautiful what they've done. They put up a fence around it for safety reasons. So when they have these events with children, you don't have to worry about them running out in the street or any of that crazy crap. Um, it's, It's just really nice. I've been to several events there, and... Um, it's it's a really it's a really cool place, and like I said, with spring coming and summer coming, whoa, um, you know uh, the owner he's all about over the top, and that's what you know. If if I can help with that in any way, I will, um, right. because you know I will promote Heiko. That's right. 
that's what I do. If I believe in the business or I believe in your venture, then I will right. promote. You know, and I can't say that because you know I won't do that for a lot of places because yeah, okay, it's right. cool, but I'm not going to promote you, especially if I you right. know if I find out you've got CD activity, I'm not doing that. Heiko, you don't right. have that. You right. Know, right. Um, you're not, sti- you know, it's it's just a wonderful environment, and the home is truly. I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's really really beautiful. If you've never had the opportunity um, to to uh, enter a home that looks like this, it's um, don't get blown away. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> it, it catches a lot of people off guard because you're thinking. You have this assessment when you pull in and you see this huge house. You're thinking, oh, God, you know, you start having flashbacks of antique furniture and tacky drapes. That's not what right. this is. Right. You know, it's Oh, it's, I'm sure it's, 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 it's I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to go. That, I'm excited to be able to go into it and see it. And because um, I've never been in there. Like I said, I've, I've driven by it and I've always been intrigued by it. Um, because it is a beautiful place, but to actually be allowed in the fact that the owner is um, being really generous and allowing that speaks volumes to me. Yes. Yes. Now, I you will know? say this. I had seen her in some terrible, terrible shape back in the day, mm-hmm. back in the 80s, um, yeah. when the house sat vacant, me and a, a friend of mine um, actually – uh, gained access to the house through the back door because it was unlocked, left open. You know, there was three to four inches of water in the basement. We had to walk through to go up the steps to get into the house. And right. it was in, it was it was sturdy, but it wasn't pretty. It wasn't clean. It was you know the people that owned it may have showed up and spent two months in it out of the year, and that was it. And uh, there's a whole lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of stories about that house that are just, they're simply untrue. And now that people are starting to dig in with the paranormal side of things and all of this sort of stuff, the historical society is getting involved. They're really, you know, looking at the historical value of this home. Um, it was one of, I believe, two only antebellums in Matthew that survived the Civil War. Oh, wow. Because this entire county, this entire they burned our courthouse. And the house sits in the courthouse area. Um, they burned all of these big mansions and huge homes when the, when the Union came through here. But oh, wow. It, and another home uh, further down into Matthews, Poplar Grove, I think, um, are the only two that did not burn. So, and there's That's there's really just so many. It's, it's history, and it's just beautiful. It really is. It's yeah. just beautiful. I can't say enough good things about it. Um, <laughs> me, and oh, uh, well, that's that. So, <laughs> what else do you want to talk about? Oh, well, geez. Old Housewood, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was talking about what's been going on. I was, I was loving it. 
I was loving the history of the Heiko House, but I guess you summed it all up for me in a short sentence. Can, talk, can you talk a little bit about, like, what parapsychology is? Because a lot of people don't know what that is. Um, it's not straightforward psychology, first of all. It's, it's more of a, oh, gosh, I don't even know how to fully explain that. Um Uh, hold on a second. Uh, where am I going? <laughs> hold on. I'm going off the page and going other places, and I don't know why my phone is doing that. Bear with me. Um, it's a para, para meaning... Uh, I guess you could say abnormal. Um, I'm looking for my page here. Um, yeah, I was, I it's, was, it's, uh, here we go. It's the study of mental phenomena, mental phenomena, which are excluded from or explicable by orthodox scientific psychology, such as hypnosis, telepathy, um, metaphysics. So it's like the psychology behind things like things you would find in the paranormal uh, world. People see ghosts. Okay, well, what's the psychology behind that? You know, um, telepathy. What's the psychology behind that? Uh, People have bumps and things, and they say their homes are haunted, or some people say they see angels and see things. What's the psychology behind that? And that's something that not a lot of people really want to address when it comes to the paranormal because, you know, they're not really – they want to – they don't want to look at the psychological end or edge of anything. Right. And I I think it's really sad because if they took – the time to really question, okay, why am I seeing this? You know, and and not look at the show side of everything. You know, because not all paranormal what you see is legitimate. I say probably eighty percent of what you see on TV or online is fake or misunderstood. And parapsychology, we kind of weed through all of that, um, and, and a lot of people don't like that. They don't like the ideas of, well, I don't want you getting in my head because I see ghosts. Well, it's not really that. You, a lot of people that, that have these issues or have these phenomena experiences are, are truly suffering from a mental illness. And they don't know it. What kind of mental illness? Because I know I ain't no schizo. Hello? Yep, I'm here. Hello? What kind of uh, mental illnesses? Uh, Depression. Okay, that's a common one. That can actually cause all kinds of problems. Um. That's why uh, a lot of people – 
That's is why it, the Catholic Church thing? ran into so much problem with exorcism. Because how do you know they're truly experiencing a demonic possession and not some type of psychotic break? And it's really hard. Right. Like, you know, it's it's really hard to weed that sort of thing out. That's true. I mean, but you are right about that. So so is it safe to say, you know, how there's all these little people that are these debunking people? I know that Crossroads have had a lot of debunking people. Would you would that kind of be the same thing as um, a parapsychologist? Yes. Yeah, and I, I do debunk. I mean, you know that, Gary. I, I'm, well, yeah, just I because know. someone comes to me and tells me, I saw this, well, the first thing as a scientist is, Prove it. Right. That's why with what we go through at Old House Woods when you and I investigate, anybody can have a paranormal experience, okay? But it doesn't do the the scientific community any good in proving it if you don't have something substantial to back it up. Because anyone can walk into a room and say, I feel a ghost. And it doesn't mean anything. You know, and I, I've met a lot of psychics. Um, I studied under James Randi, and I urge anyone that likes paranormal or psychics or any of that sort of thing to please, it's for free, go watch his movie, James Randi, The Honest Liar, where he debunks all of these famous psychics, right to their faces. Sylvia Brown was one of them. And he mm-hmm. teaches you and shows how they set you up for your event to see Sylvia Brown or Yuri Geller or all of these many psychics. And it's so funny because now that you have knowledge, and then you get online to watch some of these people that claim that they are psychic mediums, and it's bam. It becomes very evident, oh, crap, they're a fake. Mm-hmm. The only person that's got to worry about a debunker is a liar. That's right. That's, that's true. You know? That is true. That's, well, I mean, if if you're lying, you can't be worried about a debunker. Yeah, David Flowers when we when we're at the manor house, if you if if you don't have it in proof somewhere, it didn't happen. That's his attitude. Correct. Correct. And and that's very truthful. That's why when we started in Old House Woods, Kevin and I, we had such a hard time in the beginning because we were just people that were going down there sitting there to see if we could capture anything. Right. You know, all we had was a flashlight, a digital recorder, and a camera. And literally, when you do investigations, that's all you really need. And But any of the fancier stuff, the more detailed stuff, we just didn't have the money for that. So um, I tell people, too, that when you're dealing with photography and the paranormal – don't go into a situation looking through the eye, the focus eye of your camera, looking for a ghost. Don't do that. 
the best photography I've ever seen that's been true paranormal photography has been caught up just walking through and just snapping a picture. Walk along, yeah, yeah. snap another picture. Yeah. Now, if you're psychically well, you've inclined... Got quite a few pictures. You've got quite a few good pictures yeah. that we've taken in Old House Woods that you've um, sent to me, and we're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yep. Yep, and when you walk yeah, along and do it, if you if are one of those gifted individuals that have a, 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 a touch with the neither world or you are very knowledgeable about uh, metaphysics and that sort of thing, you get that sense that something's looking at me or something is telling you to look over there. Raise that camera up and snap a photo. Mm-hmm. That's when you do it. Well, I know that. I know, that, so I know that people. I was going to say, I know that you and I've been there, and and the night that we went there, and there was that dark figure that crossed the road so fast, it was almost, it was impossible. Yeah. The one that you saw, remember, yeah. it was, it was impossible to, to catch it that and quick. I'm, and I'm still struggling, honestly, with that event, with that event that happened. Mm-hmm. Because I have never understand i'm I've pushed back three thousand hours down there I'm you know yeah. I've never ever seen that, and it was so close, Jerry, I could have reached out and grabbed it right. I remember that night. And that usually you feel that you feel something's not right. Something is, is something. Something's not right. Nothing ever sneaks up on me. Well, that night it did, because it came yeah. from behind that tree, right across the road, right in front of me and Kevin. Went into the woods and then I stood there, because I had this weird feeling that it wanted to come back across the road. And I stood there in the road. Remember, I was saying, nope, you're not coming back across here. And I gave you and Kevin's wife a warning. I said, it's coming your way because y'all were behind the truck. And it circled across the road right behind y'all and went off into the swamp. I don't know what that was. All I know is it looked like a quick form made out of smoke. Yeah, and remember his um, personality changed slightly also. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. And if you remember uh, the EVPs that we were getting when we were running the Necrophonic, um, all of a sudden started talking to Christine. Yes, I remember that. It was just, you know, it was, and I'm still struggling, but what was that? What was it? You know, uh, it I don't know. wasn't human. It wasn't an Indian. Right. It wasn't somebody from Old House Woods like a human being. This was completely, it, it was a humanoid you know, arms, legs, head, body, torso, but it was all made out of smoke. Yeah. And yeah. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, and I think I got it documented that, that night that we went out there with that particular night, too, because I was going to say, I wonder if we go back 
the same day and around the same time what would happen, just as a theory. Yeah, right. Well, that's why I was telling you early on when we started working together, I said data, 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 data. You know, um, through data, you can line it up later to see if it's something that correlates with that certain day or that season, that time of day, you know, you can tell a lot of things through data. And I'm a meticulous note taker. Kevin used to laugh at me because I had a pen that actually lit up. You could write in the dark with it. And I would document everything. How long we were there, where we were at, how long we stayed at what, what happened, who heard what coming from where, all of that. So you can go back through all of that and then start lining it up with dates, which is what I wanted to start doing is going down there on dates that correlate with data. Is this going to happen again? Yeah. Yeah. You know, even moon phases, uh, all of that. Right. Yeah, because we have some data that we have started. It's, um, but like you said, it has been a little bit cold, just ever so slightly. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, everything, yeah. you know, everything went down from breaking down on my end to it's just cold down there. I'm not going to lie. Old House Woods, you're on the water. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. while it may be 32 degrees in Matthew's Courthouse, down on the beach with that wind blowing, coming through those woods, it's below freezing. Right. Um, when Kevin well, and yeah, I go during the winter. Issue, yeah, my health issue didn't help either, remember, because I was down from November I, to, what, April or May, and then you got COVID yeah. how many times? Twice? Right, twice. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, those situations yeah, and, didn't help with more stuff. No, when Kevin and I used to go down there when it was cold, I had my fan back then that had the double doors that opened. So we would go down there, hunt until we were practically frozen to death, jump back in the van to warm up, and then move to a different area, and then get out and do it all over again. So we were constantly jumping back and forth between warming up in the van and investigating. Right. Now, you know, we're talking 11 years ago. Yeah, we're getting um, too old for that. You know. Yeah, I'm like, wow, I, the car we've got right now doesn't have heat. So, yeah, I, I can't tolerate very much in that car before I lose feeling in my feet because they're frozen. Right. True, very true. Yep. So, I mean, we, we'll look at it. You know, it's 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 only January. February's on the way. It'll start warming up soon. Yeah, I know. It's right around the corner, so hopefully it'll, you know, start warming up and we can get yeah, back out there. Get yeah. The only thing that I will say that's very different uh, versus winter versus any other time of the year down there is the simple fact of wintertime, everything goes to sleep. So you're not having to question whether or not you're hearing a ghost or a bird out on the swamp or a little critter crittering around in the woods. They're all asleep. Right. You know, there's not a whole lot of – you're not dealing with bugs. 
in your photography, you know, you're you're not dealing with a lot of the problems. You can see through the woods a hell of a lot clearer during the winter. So you hear something yeah. in the woods and you think, oh, it might be a spook. Your stuff is going off. Raise that camera up and take a shot because the ghost you might be hearing or that may be there or an entity may be 20 feet into those woods. You're not going to see that during the spring and summer, but you will catch it during the winter. Yeah, Yeah. see, I I would like to go down there before, you know, the little flowers start blooming on the trees because I have not been down there like that in the winter when it's been cold. But, you know, as it stands right now, it's freaking 34 degrees out there. So that would not be the um, smartest thing to do right now. So we would have to get it when it's... No, you'll end up, with, you'll end up being a Jerry Parasickle. I know. I don't want to be a Jerry Parasickle. Yeah, we'll be calling <laughs> you Parasickle, Parasickle Jerry. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we don't need to be... I don't need to be a Parasickle Jerry, you know, but... So we'll have to look at that. I was trying to remember back to the last time you and I have actually been out there. It's It's been a good little bit there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Halloween? It's been a bit. Yeah. It's, I was going to say it's it's been but a little while since we've, yeah, we've been out there. I was trying to go. I was talking to you, but I was trying to look at my calendar at the same time when we were out there. Right. We because uh, you had your son with you. And we were waiting for, supposedly, other people to show up, and they never did. Right. So we were like, screw it. Yeah, that's right. It was it was on the 20th of October, so that's the last that's time we have been good. down there. Yeah. Yeah. That's been the last time we've been down there. Now, yeah. Now, I've been down there on my own uh, working with some students from the college on uh, sound. Um, and how that affects um, paranormal investigation. Uh, we do know that certain sound frequencies make you do anything from see things to make your eyes vibrate, make you throw up, give you a headache, uh, cause memory lapse. Uh, certain sound frequencies will do that. So yeah, we started definitely. out experimenting with that. And then it switched over to, you know, these college kids, they get college grant money. <clears throat> so uh, then one evening uh, they showed up with, uh, we actually met at the library, and um, they brought a bunch of these uh, voice boxes. Every kind you could shake a stick at, including that expensive damn FB7 or whatever. I was laughing. I'm like, that thing's like 600 bucks. And he goes, yeah, college grant. Then he smacks it with a hammer. We ended up opening all of these things up to look to see what's in them. And every single piece of equipment that is considered a voice box or a spirit talker, every single lasting one of them had a receiver and a memory bank. Interesting. So as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to using those for legitimate ghost hunting, I don't trust them because all you have to do – and the kid – it was so funny because the kid, uh, Trey, he actually demonstrated it. 
He said, the night before an event, you sit down with this piece of equipment and you repeat words into it. Or just turn it on and let it listen to a conversation. And the whole time it's recording and adding it to its bank. So the night of the investigation, when you turn that thing on, it's going to repeat words from the previous night over again like they're brand new. And you're going to think, oh, God, we're talking ghosts. Oh, look, it just said murder when you put 12 murder words in it the night before. The following night at the event when you turn it on, it's going to pop it off. What's your thought then on the – what is your thought process then on the Necrophonic app? How do you feel about that? Because we use that. Right. Necrophonic, it doesn't have a – um, adjustable. It doesn't have a recordable bank. It's okay. not listening to you. All right. Okay. Words that are already in the bank are already in there because you'll notice when you play it, there will be certain voices that will say the same thing, or you hear little sounds that are the same thing. Okay, that's the word bank that was installed when the program was created. Gotcha. So anything additional to the repeated stuff that you hear, there's your paranormal. When we first started using it and I would listen to what you would post the next day, I couldn't hear what you were talking about. I'm not not picking it up because all I'm hearing is the static and the noise over top of it. But when I adjust it, all that crap out, that's when you can really hear those voices come forward and know we're using my phone. I'm a scientist. I'm not going to sit there and do, you know, program something to be a fake. So right. it was presented yeah. to me. That's why I used it. Um, I haven't really noticed any type of uh, residual or repeated phrases or words days apart. So say you're down at Old House Woods and, and like, we're down there and, and, it, and it told me, uh, for instance, and uh, we were working and, and trying to, to get something, you know, rouse up spirit, and nothing, we weren't getting anything. And right. remember, I sat down and I was like, so, you know, in my smart acidness, you know, I said, so, y'all not going to show us anything. You just keep giving us the stupid crap. You're not going to give us anything right. pertinent. What did we get? Three different voices at the same time saying, fuck you. That was paranormal. All of the other static crap before that was not. And if you stop and think about it, that's never happened again. No, it hasn't. Right. That's how you tell the difference. You notice a lot of these shows, these people create these voice boxes, and they want you to believe that it's spirit talking to you through them. So they can sell you that equipment. But if you are an actual, true, scientific investigator, you're going to weed through that. And like I said, those kids from up at the college up at VCU, they were very thorough. And, you know, they're pulling out memory cards out of these things. And I'm like, wait a minute, they're not supposed to have memory cards in them. That completely Mm -hmm. defeats authentic paranormal evidence. A memory bank, so it's programmable. 
No, ma'am. I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. My education won't allow me to say that that's legitimate. And people still use them, and that's fine. But as far as me and my investigation, I, they're not, I don't right. consider them reliable. I don't consider them adequate or dependable. It's nothing I would place a bet on, that's for sure. Right. You know, and like I said, half of what you see on TV is, is completely fake. Um, yeah, and, and they're doing. I, you know, what I want you to do is, um, you have Necrophonics still on your phone, right? Nope. That was on you my have phone. I don't have it on the wallet. Okay. Nope. I needed you to do an experiment, but you don't have so it. There's an experiment. Now you can't. Right. I would have to download it onto this phone, which I can do, but. Something I had mentioned to you that I would love to do is pit this equipment against each other. Yeah. So say I run Necrophonic, you run Necrophonic, and we sit there and see what they come up with. Um, If we take two REM pods and set them up against uh, the 360, do they go off at the same time? You know... There's all of those types of experiments that have never been done to prove or disprove your equipment. Personally, right, yeah. for me, yeah, I, I, I would want to know if it's legit. Right, I agree That's with all. you. All right, I mean, I agree with you on that. Um, I know that one night when we was at the manor house, the REM pod slightly went off and the, pair, the 360 went off at the same time that this guy was asking a questions when the dousing rods were moving. So they all three were going off at the same time. And I've never really right. had that happen. So that was very interesting to me. Um, and, and it was right. weird that because was at the time, that would be documented. yeah, see my body cam, unfortunately that night was downstairs. I just wanted to leave it running in a room where nobody was around, where nobody could touch it. So I had actually left mm-hmm. my body cam downstairs that evening. It's weird how things happen and your your video evidence is not there because it was downstairs. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. I um, yeah. I have a, a tablet that has a camera and video, you know, it's all in the tablet. And usually what or before that, I would use my laptop and just set it up and set it on record because it had a very sensitive mic on it. And right. I would sit it on top of the van and just let it go. And we'd go off and do our investigations and everything, and the whole time it's sitting on top of the van recording. And a lot of times yeah. when Kevin would review um, that, there were conversations that were going on, and we weren't even there. That's why I put. That's why I had kept my body cam downstairs at the manor house that particular evening because I wanted to see when he goes upstairs and does his tour what happens downstairs when nobody's down there yeah. because everybody is upstairs. I wanted to know, so I was like, "All right, I'm yeah. going to set my body cam up over here and just see what happens." Yeah, and what that you'll have, actually, this is just this is a prediction, okay? Actually. What will happen, you'll notice, depending on who comes to the tours or as the tours happen, you'll notice something happens. I call it uh, where you're 
Oh, Asia, over in Asia, they believe in people that have that have the ability to manipulate chi, and they can move air. I yeah. question a lot yeah. of times when people are doing investigations, what are they moving as they come into an environment? Are there things right. that are wanting to get away from somebody so they go somewhere else? You know, I've actually I've seen I've seen that happen. Um, actually, it was at it was a house in Yorktown, and I want to say it was on Nelson Street. Uh, a friend of mine, their friends rented the home, and it's an old colonial. Um, and it was weird because you would hear things upstairs and go upstairs, and nothing would be happening, and then you would hear everything downstairs. So we end up running wow. up and down, and I told her one time, why don't we just set up a camera and a mic down here while we go upstairs and then vice versa? Right. Because, you, right. you know, I've seen instances where whatever these entities or spirits are, they don't like people or certain individuals, right. and they'll That's move true. and they'll leave. Or That's have you ever true. been in the that middle of a conversation? With a spook, you know, through your EVPs, and you've got a, a – there's actually some intelligent conversation going on, and then someone shows up and poof, it stops. Right. Now, you're absolutely right about that. I've, I've, I've experienced you know, so, that. I've seen that happen. Let me ask you something. Yeah, Are so you – do you want to – because I've got like two minutes left here, but I can continue on StreamYard – do you want me to send you a link to StreamYard to where we can continue? Sure. Or do you, okay, I'm going to do that because I know I don't want to cut into Ryan's show, but I've got StreamYard on here so I can continue my our talk through StreamYard. Yeah, so I'm do that. To, let me yeah. do that. So then that way when I hang up with Ryan, when I hang up, I'll, we'll still be on StreamYard. So I'm getting that pulled up for you, and I'm getting ready to send it to you. Then that way we can continue our conversations because I'm sure I know people are listening, and I don't want to – it's such an interesting conversation. I don't want to just cut it off now because it's it's really cool because, you know, I agree with you on what you're saying with what we're talking about. Let's see. I'm going to – let me see if I can paste it, and then you just come in that way. If you hear a ghost cat. In the background. Uh-huh. Let me see. Come here, Haven. You gonna say something? Sorry, I sent you that link, and I'm gonna get off of. Okay, Haven is not talking. That is my cat that I got from down in Haven, down Old House Woods, and I named her I'm Haven, nice. and she is the weirdest oh. damn cat. She's, I don't, she, she's talking this evening. Mm-hmm. She talks to things. Well, I've, she talks to I've, the got you, I've, I've sent you the link, so I appreciate you coming the on the link. vibe time part of it. I'm going to hang up on the vibe time part, but I'm going to continue on StreamYard. So if you have any problems okay. getting in with that link, just message me. But you really shouldn't have any okay. problems. All right. That's so what I'll do is I'll over to that and close this out. Yeah, for my Vibe Time people, thank you so much for tuning in to Vibe Time on the air. We're going to continue on StreamYard. All right, Kimberly. Thanks. See you on StreamYard. Stream 
y'all yep, for coming. Hard. <laughs> Thank you. Ah! <laughs> All right, string yard. Let me see. out there this is Ryan and I am here to bring you some supernatural news I am on StreamYard right now I'm trying to do the share the screen thing on Facebook but I went to the Facebook page I can't see it so I don't know if it's on there or not um, but hopefully it works I mean I'm just stupid I can't figure out where to find it uh, let's see here 
Here I am. Do, 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 do. Nope, I'm saying myself. Oh, well. I am drinking a beer. Oh, first time I've had a beer on the show in a while, but you know what? It's all good. Figured it's Supernatural News Day. It's nice and relaxing. And, uh, yeah, why not? It's a nice bud light here, right here. Yeah. I know Angie's sleeping, but I'm not sure if Kimmy's asleep or not. It looks like her, her lights are off, so I'm pretty sure she's sleeping. So it's just going to be uh, me tonight bringing you the supernatural news, so we'll see how long my voice lasts. Because it does take a, a little bit of monotonous reading the articles for an hour. And uh, so we'll see how uh, how long we last today. See, I've got I've got my uh, I've got one viewer. I've got uh, the share screen. This is all like an experiment here too. I'm not. This is the first time I've ever done this, so you've got to bear with me here. Hopefully, you just don't see my Streamyard screen when I change over to the. Uh, articles I'm going to read here. So let's see here. All right. I get most of my articles from The Mirror. It is a publication out of the United Kingdom. Um, and they actually have a whole section dedicated to uh, ghosts. So, yeah, good for them. Wish I had a newspaper around here that did that. Um, if they do, please let me know. And I'll be checking the chat every once in a while to see if there's anybody saying anything on here. Uh, so, like I said, I don't know if it's even working or not, but, uh, you know, let's have fun tonight. It's supernatural news, man. One of the guests on just me shooting the shit with you guys or whoever is around. I did see something cool or interesting on Facebook today that um, SeaWorld is looking to purchase Cedar Fair Parks and that's like I guess Kings Island uh, Cedar Point Kings Dominion which is where I live uh, that would be interesting I think there are some good points and some bad points to it um, I do enjoy Bush Gardens going to Bush Gardens um, I think it's a prettier park than Kings Dominion but Kings Dominion is a lot of fun too I'm thinking if uh, SeaWorld does buy the Cedar Fair, Cedar Fair Parks, I think they might clean them up. You know, I don't know what their other parks look like around the country, though. I just know Kings Dominion. It's it's definitely it's definitely uh, a notch below Bush Gardens as far as you know, cleanliness and stuff like that. It's still a fun park, don't get me wrong. It's just, it's not as clean or as nice as Bush Gardens. And then you pay for it, though, too. The Bush Gardens, it's expensive to go to Bush Gardens, but I think you have a lot of experience at Bush Gardens. I think the rides are better at Bush Gardens, personally. I know a lot of people won't agree with that opinion, 
but I do enjoy the rides better more at Busch Gardens, and I kind of enjoy the experience more at Busch Gardens. I think Kings of Indian feels more like a like a little not a little better than a state fair. You know, I guess that's kind of mean to say, um, but it's just just to me, it's 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 a fun place to go. It's relaxing. It's close by, so I like that. And I just I just but I enjoy Busch Gardens a little bit more than Kings of Indian. So you know, I would not be upset if they bought it. Um, but if they raise the prices, then yeah, I would be upset. Uh, so, but we'll see what happens. It's not like it's not like it's a foregone conclusion. I think I read that um, Six Flags tried to buy the park before the, the coronavirus hit. So I don't even know. Like, didn't know they were wanting to sell. So maybe they don't. They just put it out there to see if they if they were willing to do it. You don't know until you ask. But there is it is nice being able to go to two separate parks. King's Minion has its own thing, its own flair, its own like identity, and so does Bush Gardens. Um so it's it would be nice to it would be nice to keep them separate so it'll be it won't be the same. And I'm sure it's not like Bush Gardens gonna make another or SeaWorld's not going to, it's going to make another Bush Gardens, you know. They'll probably keep it the same pretty much and just run it differently. You know, they're not going to change everything about it. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if what ha- what happens. And it could bring could mean more rides because I don't know how, like, how like, good Cedar Fair is or, like, how interested they are in keeping the park running, you know? could mean what could mean more better rides at with King's Dominion. You know, because Bush Gardens has some, has some good some good rides, and that's just more money coming into parks. That means more money going into SeaWorld, which means more money to go into the parks to make more rides and stuff. So, I mean, I mean it's, it's got a whole bunch of, like, good points and bad points. So, But anyways... I am going to let's see here. Um, let's see. Let me see if I'm not. I don't know. I'm on my Facebook page, but you know what? I don't care. All right, there we go. Okay. So I am going to read some articles here, or talk about some articles here. Do 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 do. Still looking, see if I heard, if I heard something back there. So, this was by Julia Bannum. The woman who lives in one of the most haunted houses in the world has opened up about some of the grisly discoveries she's made over the years, including a mummified cat, daggers, and a pile of human bones. I know. Excuse me. I don't know if I found a mummified cat and a pile of human bones in my house, which I guess is, you know, if she lived in England, one of the most haunted houses in the world. The ancient ram in. There you go. Okay. 
Caroline Humphreys and her family first moved in to the ancient Ram Inn in Walton under the edge, under edge, Walton under edge. That is a pretty awesome name uh, to do when she was just eight years old. So back in 1968, Caroline's parents bought the 1,000 year old property to run as a B&B and the place has been more than, has seen more than share of unusual occurrences in the decades since. I remember watching the Ghost Adventures episode with Old Man Humphreys. You got to check that out. Old Man Humphreys uh, at the beginning of it and just remember his, just the way he looked and the way he talked. It was interesting. I did have, I, I thought I had more of a thought about um, Old Man Humphreys, but just totally lost it, but yeah, it was an interesting show, interesting episode. Over the years, the family has come across all sorts of strange and disquieting objects on the grounds of their Grand Two listed home, Grand II, it's two, listed home, some of which points towards a dark and violent history. It's understandable why it's earned its reputation as one of the most haunted houses in the world. You know what's fun when your computer doesn't want to want to scroll down? Okay, that's great. So you hit the pictures here of the things you ran in. If you're gonna go there, you're not gonna go there to sleep. I mean, that's you're gonna go there to hunt ghosts and maybe sleep after you've been up all night. But you're not gonna go there to, to, to get to get any rest at all, unless you're one of the people who just don't believe in ghosts. And why would you want to go there? I don't know if you don't believe in ghosts. And one thing about this stupid mirror thing is this pop-ups suck. All right, let's see here. Caroline's late father, John Humphreys, was the first one to unearth bones with the first discovery found beneath the living room plagues along with a set of daggers. In more recent times, Caroline's partner, Mick, discovered more bones beneath the staircase of the ground floor room, including a jaw, spine, femoral bones, and a skull. You know, it's one thing you can't really do and get away with nowadays is burying, burying bones beneath uh, burying your bones beneath the flagstones of a living room. You get, up a lot, get away with a lot of shit back then. A diviner had previously previously had told Caroline's father that there were children buried all over the place. After digging, John found the bones and the daggers buried together, a pairing which implied a sacrificial killing. You don't have any houses in America that have sacrificial killings in it. I mean, you do, probably. But they're more modern, modern houses, obviously. But this, man, this is like 1300s type shit. Of course, that's a, a totally a, a, a random number I threw out there. Uh, just checking my thing, checking my, is anybody watching? Don't know, 1300s even, even like when it was built, but. There are pictures of the bones here. Caroline 60 said there was an archaeological report on the daggers, and they said the dates of them are undefined, but they were of a great age. Sadly, the daggers. 
which in, which were in a glass display case, were stolen around 2014. My father was in the house showing a group of visitors around. They will be of great value, and because of the scribblings on there, they could be linked to ritualistic killings. Following his macabre discovery, John took the bones to a specialist who advised him that they were definitely not animal bones, being that, in Caroline's words, the mystery of whose remains they are and why they are buried with daggers need to be investigated. I'm not sure you'll find out much about them, honestly, because it's so old, but, I mean, there could be something out there. Oh, wow. There's a mummified cat. Yeah. Imagine finding, imagine finding this thing in your, uh, in your home. A few years back, John also discovered a well-preserved 500-year-old mummified cat inside a, well, during, inside a wall during renovation work. Caroline believes that that animal, which was in good condition due to the preserving line rendered in the wall, has been placed there to keep any witches away from the home. The inn is said to be built on ancient pagan burial ground, making it a hot spot for paranormal investigations and ghost hunters. Countless bizarre happenings have been reported at the site, including moving objects. Although the ancient inn dates back to the 1145 settlement in Building date back even further to at least 980. Well, shoot, way older than 1300. This leads to have once how slaves, Catholic monks, and stonemasons who built the local St. Mary's Church. Hmm. I think any paranormal investigator would love to investigate or visit the ancient Ram Inn, especially with all the stuff that's been discovered and all the activity that's, that's, uh, that's been uh, reported out there. Let's see, what else do we want to read about? Katie Price's Creepy ghost video at Muck and Lucky Mansion and Candle Haunted by a Boy. Good old Katie Price. Mucky Mansion. Mucky Mansion. Let's see here. This is written by Verity Solway on January 26, 2022. Katie Price's Monkey Mansion will be laid bare on uh, Wednesday as she throws open the door to her dilapidated home for a new Channel 4 show. The former glamour model is renovating her 11-bedroom property, which has fallen into disrepair due to vandalism, fly-tipping, and a lack of proper maintenance. I, for one, do not know what fly-tipping is. Um, so if anybody knows what it is, let me know. The home boasts a swimming pool that's turned into a green, slimy swamp, huge piles of rubbish and dog poo strewn everywhere. That's not good. In 2019, Katie discovered the cesspool in her garden hadn't been emptied in years, and in 2020, uh, 2020 
some of their home was damaged by a fire when the caretaker lit a bonfire next to it. So Mucky is the Mock Tudor Mansion. In fact, it's now reportedly worth less than half a million pounds, half its original value. Grows again. Let's see, that works now. I have too much stuff going on here. That's not all. Mama 5 Katie reckons she stumbled across something even more spooky than the abandoned doll's house crumbling in the background, a ghost. Come on, people. Goes up. Not responding. That's great. Mm. Let's see here. Yeah, it's some Coley. Completely froze up. I mean, they got a processing request. I mean, uh, yeah. Had to get off of StreamYard. I'm still on Blog Talk, so we'll see. See, that works fine. So you got to find the article again because I lost it here. Not like anybody's watching my stream right anyway, to be honest with you. I couldn't talk to anybody because uh, this wasn't working. All right, let's see here. I'm going to read this one. Read this article here. I lost the one. I mean, I'll find it again. No, thanks. A message popped up about me wanting to make a mirror my home page or some shit. So, it says, I quit my job as a lawyer to use my psychic abilities to communicate with the dead. When she was very young, Alexia Rock thought that everyone could see them. The mysterious figures she'd seen as she'd walk into a room who would suddenly disappear in such a way that she doubted whether she'd seen them at all. However, time went by. Alexia from London came to realize that her parents couldn't see the four beings who gathered around her bed at night while she was awake. They gave her medications for hallucinations, but still the figures came night after night. Such visions could understandably be scary for young Alexia, Alexia who even as an adult could still recall the fear she felt after she and her family moved into a converted house on the grounds of an, of an old hotel, a hotel that she had long since gained a reputation for being haunted. Hmm. Is this really going to really gonna freeze up on me? Okay, good. Do, do, do. Okay, thank you. Lexi had been about eight years old. The thing is, this page is jumping around like crazy. Alexia had been about eight years old at the time. Says she was too terrified to go upstairs on her own on account of the ghostly woman who lived on the first floor. According to Alexia, she was always there and even started to leave markings on the wall. It was very scary at the time, but her parents 
assumed she was simply being overexcitable. I mean, I can understand, like, at first when your daughter or your kid comes up to you and says, this is an old woman on the stairs, you know. But it's like if you see something, I've never seen something that wasn't there, you know. I've never projected, like, my imagination to where I see something that's not there. I mean, maybe just because it has happened to me, that doesn't mean it hasn't happened, but it's just hard for me to believe that it was just – it's like all my like my imagination was. I knew it was in my head. I knew it wasn't real. Um, so if your parent, if your daughter goes comes up to you and says, "This woman's there," it's still it's still there. She's still seeing her. Like after a while, you got to be like, okay, maybe there's something to this, or maybe they just don't want to believe there's something to it, and they're like, "Oh, I'm just gonna." just keep assuming that it's her imagination because that's the way I want to think. That's what I want to believe. You know? I'm saying, you know, like I'm talking to somebody here, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking to you guys in the future when you're listening to this later on in life. Um, Alexia grew up. She thrived in the competitive arena of corporate law, becoming a partner in her own firm while taking a look on lucrative High profile, profile, profile cases. She enjoyed her career and still harnessed her unusual sensitivities in everyday life to help her choose houses and office spaces alike. Hmm. So if they're, if they're ghosts there, don't go. Come on, come on, don't. Hmm. You know what's fun? Trying to read news articles when the computer freezes up. That's that's fun. That's enjoyable. However, however, by the time she, okay, let's go up. Come on, there we go. Nope. Click the click the link by accident. That's not what I meant to do. Come on, Mir, you're killing me here, man. Uh, the duel. However, by the time she hit 30, Alexia found herself reaching burnout with her stress levels and long out working hours impacting her dreams of starting her family. Took a much-needed step back and soon became pregnant with her first child. It wasn't until her third child was born that she knew she, must, she was meant to quit the legal profession altogether. Alexia said, I had a big spiritual awakening after my daughter was born. And my grandmother, who I'd never met because she was killed in a traffic accident when my dad was 10, came through to me very strongly as a guide for my daughter and as a guide for me. I knew then that I wouldn't be going back to being a lawyer. When your dead grandma tells you to come, tells you, comes back and tells you to do something, you best do it. That's what I'm saying. It was at this point that Alexia found a mentor in Kyle Gray, a professional psychic medium and spiritual teacher who, according to his website, an accessible approach to spirituality and living a high vibrational life. Under Gray's guidance, Alexia's talents began to flourish, and she claims she was soon able to hear and communicate with spirits as soon as well as see them, developing the skill of clairaudience through regular meditations. 
Lectius describes this sensation as akin to being in a cafe with people, having conversations all around me. Sorry, just go a little too far. All right, seriously? As soon as I get to where I need to be on the screen here, a pop-up comes down and blocks my the writing here. Um, it wasn't long until she began to, her, to harness this gift to pass on messages from the other side. She was always knows when a dead person is speaking to her, saying that they have a different tone of voice to the living. In what she regards as one of her most frightening paranormal experiences so far, Lexi revealed how, when she was 38, she received a very loud message from her friend's father, who sadly died about a month before. At first, Lexi was reluctant to pass the message on to her friend for fear that she would think her crazy. However, a couple more months went by, and the determined spirit gave her no other choice. One day, Alexia's friend expressed feeling her late father's presence at her home, having smelled her his leather jacket and smoked that very morning. At this point, Alexia's, Alexia says her friend said was actually there in the room with them and was putting pressure on her to deliver the message. It came right into my body. I wouldn't say possessed because I think that's a strong word to use, but some people might say that. He was putting immense pressure on my shoulders, and my friend could see that I was in stress and kept on asking me what was happening. I said, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. You won't believe me. It is ridiculous. All the while, the spirit remained in Lexia's ear, pushing her to, point, to the point where the pressure was so intense that she delivered the message to her friend, telling her, it is true, it is real, and there is life after death. The friend knew at once who was speaking, and her, and her father had promised to deliver. Message to confirming there was an afterlife from the living, from the other side. Like Sue says, she continued to develop her abilities after this turning point, found that she would, would have messages coming through while speaking to people just ordinarily in a conversation. This means she's she, – excuse me, sorry. This means she's also had to learn how to shut her bellies off when necessary with the communication becoming quite intrusive at times. She's also also has to make sure not to deliver messages to those who aren't ready or don't want to hear it, explaining how difficult it can be when you're talking to someone and the brother who was killed has just come through standing next to them. Yeah, that's got to be hard to you know know that the spirit wants to communicate with you or with the person but at the same time you, you want to be like tactful and the spirit might be wanting to get this message but you know this person's going through a lot of stuff and you're you're not afraid you're afraid if you, if if you say something to the person about the dead brother or dead relative coming through they'll think either they'll be happy that you said it but at the same time there there could be a part of person like, How dare you? You know, how you know I'd be almost be offended that you were trying to convey this message. Especially someone who doesn't believe in the paranormal. You know? 
there's always a chance that they could react negatively to your to what you're saying. Alexia claims that she's been visited by the ghost of fourteen year old boy at a funeral home, all while Ashton sat in a cupboard close by. She's also felt visceral physical sensations from those who have passed on with the with visitation from a young soldier who died in Afghanistan, leaving her feeling the burning heat of the desert and the weight of a heavy backpack. According to Alexia, there are certain buildings where I will walk in and straight away I will see or sense people. There is a local stately home up the road that's been turned into a hotel. It's really old and it's got new acts. Excuse me, got a new annex. Every time I walk from the new part into the old part, there's literally dozens of people there. Let's see. Let's go here. Uh, nowadays, Alexia. Oops. There you go. Scroll it down. Scroll it down. Nowadays, Alexia works as a professional intuitive, carrying out intuitive readings and spiritual coaching. Using a psychic ability, she's been armed and honing for years. According to her website, Alexia's guidance has previously helped hundreds of clients to recognize their own inner strength and ability to, to heal their past, thrive in the present, and create an incredible future. Alexia finds her work very, very rewarding, and although she enjoyed her years in the, in the legal field, she feel she absolutely made the right decision, reflecting that helping people reconnect with deceased loved ones is really lovely thing to do. So this lady, this lady is, you know, she's a lawyer. She's very, very smart, very intelligent, very, I don't think the word I'm trying to think of here, but she's got her stuff together. And she decided to leave that all behind and become a uh, a professional intuitive. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. I got to give props to Alexia here, definitely. For a lot of people who love to quit their jobs and become a professional intuitive. Uh, I don't think if I should even bother reading another article on the mirror because. Yeah, it's been freaking annoying tonight. I'm not sure about the StreamYard thing either. I don't know. I mean, it's... it's. Again, I can't even see if there, if, I, if, if my stream was even on Facebook. I had it straight to Facebook. So, yeah. So, it's still being stupid. I'm going to try to... my daughter Kimmy she puts a lot she does a lot of gaming stuff on the computer and I think it's freaking slow that got gosh darn thing down or make it so that my web pages freeze up alright let's see here uh, so, um, 
show talk here. I think we're going to be moving our show to Sunday nights now. Um, yeah, I think the I think the plan is to move our show to Sunday nights. Oh, our next show is going to be Sunday against with Vapor Paranormal, and then we'll be back on Tuesday night with um. Forgot her name. I messaged her like about a back in December to come on the show, so I've got to go back in my in my uh, messages and figure out who I'm talking to on Tuesday. I think I'm going to go ahead and end the show now because the computer is, is slow tonight and. Um, I don't want to keep on opening and closing my uh, my browser to in order to read articles and you know get halfway through a sentence and then the freezes up and then a freaking pop up blocks half the page or whatever. Um, so like I said, it was these shows are just for fun, just talking uh, about supernatural news and. Nothing, nothing super serious. That's why I was doing the stream yard and just trying to try different things. And I think maybe that stream yard may have slowed down my computer a little bit. Um, hopefully that's not the case because, I mean, I just ride a computer like last year. So, you know, for it to be that slow, slow is kind of disappointing. But we'll be back on Sunday. Uh, it looks like it's February 6th with Vapor paranormal look forward to seeing you guys and i will be back we will or we will be back because the reason i moved this show i almost said the channel they couldn't think of the word the show to sunday was because i was asking angie like what day would be the best day for you to become on the show and she said sunday so hopefully sunday will work because i don't like doing the show by myself I mean, I can do it by myself, you know, obviously, but I think it's more fun when I have other people on there with me. I, I like having their input. I like hearing what, what they have to say. I like their questions, you know. Huh, but, yeah, it may take you getting used to having another voice on here with me because I'm so used to doing it by myself. But I think, I think it's better when it's, it's uh, more than one person doing it personally. Um, can you feed off each other? Yeah. I've always had a partner in, in this show. I enjoy. I think it's uh, I think I think it's better when you have someone else on there with you. So hopefully, Jill will be there with me on uh, Sunday at eight thirty with Vapor Paranormal. I will talk to you later. Thank you for tuning in. If you were on Streamyard, thank you for watching. I'm sorry I had to cut it off, but. You know, it is what it is. It's uh, I maybe lost my train of thought. I think it's the Google messed up. So let's go with that. So, all right, guys, have a great night. We'll talk to you later. Bye.